All Bay All Day Podcast here. <laughs> uh, today's Tuesday, July 27th. Dodgers in town. Fuck the Dodgers. Ah. LA, what can I say? I hope we spray dingers all over Oracle Park tonight. I hope it is sold out. I hope there's mostly Dodger fans so they can leave home sad as fuck. Just because y'all been whooping up the Rockies uh, don't mean you could come in here and try swinging that L.A. dick up in this bitch. That shit is not going to happen. At all. And that is my food on the way. I am fat and I must eat. Eat, I will. Before I do, shout out to the 49ers for making uh, things right regarding me in training camp. I will be at training camp this year. Every day they have camp guaranteed even the days i'm gonna be in sacramento i'm actually coming back to the bay to go to training camp that's how much of a fucking sucker i am so uh i will be in camp anyone there give me a shout out i will be seeing uh faithful hodge 49 mark and some other peeps definitely super excited kind of worried it's hot as shit today in daily city so i'm assuming tomorrow it's going to be hot balls in santa clara gonna be bringing the safari hat and probably a white jersey Unless the people are trying to be all like uh, fitted and shit coming to training camp all blacked out. I'm like, good luck, bro. Enjoy that uh, sweaty sack for today because you're going to be sweating balls for about two hours. But uh, yeah, other great stuff coming up in the Bay. Fucking Dodgers are in town like I just mentioned. Fuck the Dodgers. We already got that fucking <laughs> covered. Draft day, July 29th. Thrive City. Warriors are ho- hosting a draft party. Fucking awesome, 4.30. You'll see what's up about that. Definitely fucking excited and interested. So Thursday the 29th, 4.30, Warriors draft party. Then you have day baseball before that. Giants versus Dodgers at Oracle Park. Let's fuck shit up, 12.45 p.m. They will take place and duel each other. <laughs> At the end of the three-game series. And then you got the fucking draft party. Before that, too, there's also training camp in Santa Clara, which I will be at. I'm actually going to try and do all three, training camp, the game, and then the uh, fucking draft party, which is after, because uh, Thrive City is uh, literally like eight blocks from fucking Oracle Park, so I figured, eh, why not? Draft party is free. Training camp is like 10 bucks for two tickets, so five bucks a person. And the Giants tickets, uh, I have season tickets, so it's like, eh, 25 a person. It's a good deal. Can't pass it up. Going to have to go. For under a hundo to all those events. If anyone's looking to go, uh, I suggest you hit someone up for training camp tickets. Those are actually sold out every day for everyone, season ticket holders and general public. I know Dodgers Giants tickets are probably going to be pricier than 25 I paid for uh, the spot. It's only because I got season tickets and people. This is the series. People jack shit up to fucking take advantage of people. So if you are going to the game, I suggest you just get to the park early. Wait at the gates. Maybe till 11, 30, 12. 12.15 and then see what tickets are available because you're going to catch people just trying to ditch tickets at that point at ridiculous price rates. So uh, Thrive City, like I said, the draft party is free for the Warriors. 
just go to that, enjoy yourself, and see what they're going to do. Regarding that, got some sound here from fucking Bob Myers uh, talking about the urgency from uh, Kerr, Draymond, Steph, and basically uh, the core of the dubs. So I'd play that for everyone just uh, before draft day. This is all important information. But you can never tell if uh, GM owners are telling the truth uh, leading up to draft day. It's just like the NFL. They're all trying to psych each other out to fucking get their best pick, their person, or the person that fits their scheme, whatever they're trying to do best. So here's Bob Myers breaking that all down, explaining that to all the peons like myself. How would you uh, describe the potential urgency level uh, to try to find veterans maybe via trade? And then what have your conversations been like with Steve and Draymond over in Tokyo, but even Steph and Clay? Yeah, Steve and Draymond, their time zone isn't 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 great for this. But Steve, Steve, te- I got a text from Kerr at like three twenty in the morning, uh, which is great. I don't have my phone near my bed, so I don't. I didn't. I didn't get it till six thirty or something like that. But um, you know, Draymond and I spoke the other day. Ironically, he's less involved. <laughs> One year he actually sat in on the draft, um, which you can't be more involved than that. And we would be fine if you want to sit in on this draft. He's doing something more important, trying to win a gold medal. Steph's in a little bit of a different time zone right now. Clay, Clay was here rehabbing, but I think he's down in LA. But Clay's always been the least uh, engaged on these things. Doesn't mean we don't love him, and I'll listen to what he has to say. Uh, but yeah, I know there's a narrative that that they're involved, but and I'm not being defensive here they've always kind of given me their thoughts they continue to do so as far as urgency uh we want to win so do they so does steve but um do you draft a player that makes you better in one year that might not be better in the second year and these are the things we get paid to try to get right um there's short-term decisions that are good there's short-term decisions that are short-term decisions that you regret and um fans and ourselves will blame us which we would deserve if we get it wrong so that's what we're trying to figure out. There's, a, It's never easy. Uh, this stuff isn't easy. It isn't always clear. You'd like clarity. I I do, you know, last year I would have, I've said this before, Clay being injured made it hard to see what we were. And I really hope next year, and I think we all do, let's let's find out what we are, whatever that is, whatever, whatever it comes out looking like. Can a rookie help us quicker, um, later? Rookies traditionally don't help early i don't care who they are um but you'd like to find guys that can play a little bit with what we're limited to do in free agency which is minimums maybe taxpayer mid-level wow so pretty much just heard from bob myers that they're they're gonna try and look for a diamond in the rough or for a trade for a veteran since they're pretty much tied up contract wise at draymond steph and clay so Shall be interesting Thursday to see what the dubs do. Um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I honestly think they're going to trade both picks, 7 and 14, and try and get a vet. Valanchunas got traded yesterday. Some other people. Hella crazy. Some trades are happening now, right before uh, the draft Thursday. Look for some more trades made to possibly happen today or tomorrow right before the draft. It usually happens. Um, Niners, training camp, tomorrow. Can't fucking wait. I'm so juiced. Oh, my God. 
So, uh, yeah, my whole thing with the Niners and just trying to get training camp tickets. Yeah, it seems like I'm a whole spoiled bitch, but you know what I love most about being at training camp? Sometimes I even just go by myself. Uh, it's more than just seeing the players on the field. It's seeing the special needs kids get super attention, <laughs> seeing them interact with the players, get their moments, get their pictures. It's seeing old old folks who uh, usually don't come out much to Niner shit or maybe uh, were those old timers during the five <laughs> five championship trophy victory fucking seasons they witnessed in their lifetime they're there to catch the new age niners trey lance it's cool seeing uh, babies get signed babies get kissed babies held up like simba it's fun seeing the rookies do their thing before camp gets kicked off they either go through do the wave do some dance moves run through the crowd high fives up and down the stands um yeah it's just uh it's it's more than just being there it's seeing all that good stuff i don't know I, I can't explain it. So, uh, yeah, I know it seems like uh, being a big dick, wanting to go to literally every fucking day at training camp. But uh, I don't know. It seems like uh, I totally missed out last year, too, so I have to make up for all the shit uh, I didn't get to go to last year. And I, I totally hope people that don't have season tickets were able to get tickets, too, and go out there and experience all that good stuff. I was just a little bit peeved that, uh, like I said, I, I've had season tickets, so... Not that I deserve to go. I have the right to go. I have first right of refusal. And I and I don't mind paying. So the tickets I did get, I paid for. Um, the whole like fiasco, everything that went down. Niners did me right. They're going to upgrade me on Dwight Clark Day to a VIP level at Levi Stadium. Just free drinks and free food. That's cool. Like I said, I'm not looking for any of that extra stuff. I just want what's supposed to be right, right, and was to, to be taken care of the right way. And the Niners in the end, took care of me the right way. I was ready to jump off a bridge, though. I will not lie. I was like, what other team can I uh, get season tickets around here to? Raiders left to Vegas. I don't want to go to Vegas. I'm like, Arizona Cardinals? I was literally looking up uh, season tickets at Arizona Cardinals. It's only 10 games a year, so I don't mind flying to Arizona 10 times a year. But that didn't have to happen. Thank you, Niners. Uh, Regarding that, got some sound here. From uh, John Lynch, just talking about how the Niners are going to have better recovery this season regarding injuries and how they're going to stay healthy. I don't know. It sounds like a little like sponsor promo, but got some sound from John Lynch talking about how the Niners are going to improve this season health-wise. Essence of success in this league is having your players healthy. We believe that we've got a great staff that can find the right players. Can we keep them healthy? And recovery is a huge part of that. And we found that red light therapy and then furthermore, finding the right company in Juve to provide that for our players is incredible on the road to recovery. And each week you go beat yourself up and then it's how quickly can you recover? The best players learn how to do this, find all the resources. We've tried to provide that for our team. The reason we went with Juve was after analysis is they met both of our key criteria. I think the Juve recovery room embodies what Juve brings to the table. It brings energy, it brings color, but most importantly, its convenience is huge for the players. Having it attached in as close proximity to the locker room as it is, is very important for the players to be able to utilize it and utilize it on a daily basis to get the maximum benefits. Honestly, uh, I didn't know a whole lot about red light therapy. When they came in and really taught us about it, seeing what the benefits were, I jumped on it immediately because I'm always trying to gain an advantage any way I can, especially in recovery, so I can go harder on the field. 
Well, the juve has become one of the key parts of my recovery every single day. It helps with reducing inflammation. I get such a better sleep at night when I use the juve, so it's been really helpful in my recovery. I like it too much because I like it in the morning because it, it is a tremendous warm-up before you start your workout to kind of warm your core. And it wakes you up, and it, I think it makes my workouts even more beneficial because of that. Also, I love it at night because that's when I do notice the sleep quality. And this is a company who's found lightning in a bottle with this thing, and I think it's good for everybody, and I would recommend Juve to anyone. So Juve and the 49ers red light <laughs> red light therapy. I don't know about this shit. <laughs> it better fucking work though. Hopefully Bosa don't go down week one. Another fucking defensive lineman week. No, oh no, week two, I guess, against the Jets, right? And another one against the Jets. Week two or Giants. Hopefully the motherfuckers just stay healthy in general. Hope this shit helps with Jimmy G. His fucking hips, ankle, and fucking shoulder. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. Red light therapy. How about just therapy for fans? <laughs> oh, man. So, talking about the Warriors and trading for someone like a vet before the draft or on draft day. 95-7. The game discussed if they're all in or out on Bradley Beal. Are you in or out of Bradley Beal? I'm in, but uh, let's see what 95-7 the game has to say. But I'm looking at the 2-4-0. San Joe, good player, but he's 6-3 like Steph. I live in D.C. Trust me, Warriors don't need Bill. He's too small and he costs too much. And that's where I'm at, Chasky. Do I really want to see a backcourt of the Bradley Bill and Stephen Curry where we saw dribble drive penetration kill every team in the playoffs? Mm -hmm. And then you got Clay Thompson coming back. Do I want Clay Thompson at the three? And do I want to part ways with Wiseman and Wiggins and multiple lottery picks? Oh, and by the way, you may have to throw Jordan Poole into the equation. I'm out on Bradley Bill. Yeah, it's it's this name obsession. There's so much name obsession. And I mean, like, anybody that we recognize, oh my gosh, get me that person. In a vacuum, of course people would like Bradley Beal. Right. You just broke it down. Jordan Poole, I think, is extreme value for the Golden State Warriors heading into next year. I think this guy's going to take a quantum leap forward. I'm just not ready to surrender James Wiseman. I know people are out there who think that bigs can't help you at all. I don't, I don't know. Did, did, did you watch the last two champions? Like, did, did you watch what ended up slowing down Phoenix? Phoenix's offense was really, really, really good. And they finally got stifled by a team that was just physically bigger and stronger than them and, and longer. And I look at a team that acquires someone like Bradley Beal and you're surrendering a 6'8 wing defender who can help you. Now, he's not the greatest rebounder. If I'm being right. honest with you, part of why the Bucks and even the the Lakers, part of why their defense is so good, they clear defensive mm -hmm. rebounds and end possessions. Mm -hmm. Part of why they're so good on the offensive side is because they get a lot of offensive nope. rebounds. I believe that the Bucks in, in the wins had more than a third of total offensive right. rebounds um, that were available. So those things matter in terms of getting extra second-chance points and getting stops so you can finish on the defensive side. I love getting buckets, believe me, but I'm not surrendering Wiseman, Wiggins, Poole, multiple draft picks. To me, it's a gross overpay, if we're being honest, in terms of roster construction. And I just don't think it's that easy finding right. a bunch of veterans to fill all these other slots. Now all those people that don't like Kent Bazemore, well, <laughs> guess what? You're going to see lots and lots of Kent Bazemore. So true. What do you want, Warrior fans? You want Beal and shit on the bench? Or do you want a decent team around Steph, Clay, and Dre? Think about it, man. So we'll see Thursday. 
the big day, draft day. <sighs> we'll see. I don't know. A's made a trade yesterday. It's like if you fart in the wind and you're in the forest, does anyone hear it or smell it? <laughs> no. But the A's are making deals. They acquired left-handed pitcher Andrew Chafin and Cash. Cash? <laughs> From the Chicago Cubs for uh, outfielder Greg Diekman and minor leaguer right-handed pitcher Daniel Palencia. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why have A's trading for Cash and uh, Andrew Chafin? Sounds like some shit when you beat your dick too much. My dick's chafing. <laughs> oh, man. Good luck, A's. I don't know about this trade. I just think, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Are they making a run for the postseason? I don't know. <laughs> Will the Giants make any moves? We shall see. But uh, before we end the cast today, thought I'd like to... Uh, Say a <laughs> to people talking shit about Trey Lance being the number one starter week one for the 49ers. Y'all could eat a bag of fucking full of dicks. Kyle Shanahan came out today and said there is no quarterback competition between Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is your number one week one starter. So in Detroit, when I'm in Detroit, Detroit, what? I'm not fucking with eight mile. Because I'll be shot at like mile two before I even get to the eighth mile. But Detroit, what? Jimmy G about to be behind motherfucking center. And I said that shit. All these motherfucking Twitter GMs talking shit. Where the fuck are you now? Where, where are y'all holding Trey Lance's dick on your shoulder? I'm about to stick it in your mouth. I want to see this. Don't, don't put it down. Don't put that dick down, motherfuckers. You better take that dick back up and shove that shit straight in your mouth. Y'all talking that fucking salty shit. You better keep holding that dick. Keep it in your mouth. I want to see it. I want to see all them motherfuckers talking shit that Jimmy G ain't going to be the week one starter. Jimmy G ain't going to make it. Trey Lance is going to overtake him. Jimmy G, Jimmy G, Jimmy G, Jimmy G. Oh, Jimmy G, he doesn't have intended air yards. Jesse Naylor, Sports Illustrated, get the fuck out of here with your intended air yards bullshit. Give me some stats on Tom Brady's intended air yards. <coughs> Seven fucking rings. Choke on that shit. Everybody, everybody, yeah. <laughs> so, everybody, 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 everybody talking that shit about Jimmy G. Go grab a dick like all these other motherfuckers. All these young ass, punk ass kids calling themselves pundits, experts. Oh, we talking about stats. Throwing over 20 yards. Get the fuck out of here. We want winners, baby. Jimmy G is a fucking winner. All he does is win. All I do is win, win, win no matter what. Unless I'm motherfucking injured now. Got something in my butt. <laughs> so, uh, all you backseat GMs, shut the fuck up. Sit back and watch Jimmy G as he performs greatness. Now, this is all if he stays healthy. Come on now. I don't want everyone jumping on the fucking train talking shit if he gets hurt. Like, ah, I told you so. It's like, bitch. <laughs> that shit can happen to anybody if they get hurt. If he stays healthy... You'll see how much he slays. Calling that motherfucker King Slayer after week one. Although he is going to go up against Detroit. So we'll see what happens. Don't forget Jared Goff is the quarterback in Detroit now. And we've we seen that. We've seen that shitty story in LA. All too many times. 
enough to sweep that motherfucker the last two years. So uh, here is some uh, insight from ex-49er coach Steve Mariucci, who was on NFL Network, talking about Trey Lance and Jimmy G. Training camp tomorrow, motherfuckers. We're going to see. I'm getting pictures and videos. You better be following the cast. All bay, all day, pod. Here we go. Here's some sound from Steve Mariucci talking about the quarterback competition that there is none of. Wow, Andrew. That's a tough one. And you know what? This team, the 49ers, was 6-10 and 10 last place, and they might have the best roster in football. So look out. They're healthy right now. I can't wait to go over and see them in training camp this week. So I think Jimmy G is going to get the most... Uh, starts. He's going to start the season. I don't want a 19 or a 20 year old kid in Trey Lance who played at North Dakota State opening up his pro career at Motown at the city of brotherly love and it's like, wow, that's like a little much for me right now. So you let Jimmy G do it as long as he's available. He's got a heck of a record and then they come back and play against Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray. So this team's got to be Jimmy G for those first five games for sure to see if they can win four or five of them and Trey Lance you sit around a little bit and you watch and you learn and I know you're going to be a good one someday but it's not today thank you Steve Mary fucking Uchi and uh he's an ex-NFL coach so I hope y'all take what he says to light a little bit we not having that young whippersnapper behind this fucking veteran OG slash youngster team we got fucking Porn star ass slaying motherfucking slanging Jimmy G. Fuck the intended air yards. I'm here for the intended motherfucking wins. So we'll see, people. I'm so fucking juiced for training camp. I can't fucking wait. Oh my god. First football game is fucking August 14th. Holy shite. Holy shite. Big stuff coming up in August, too. August. Uh, 14th is Niners big game at Levi's opening preseason August 13th the Giants San Francisco Giants are having fireworks night August 15th Giants are having a game and then fan appreciation day right after the game I'm here for all of this <laughs> I want more just inject it in my fucking veins until then everybody everyone mask up sanitize up get the vaccine if you want if you can if you don't i guess i understand but don't be like deandre hopkins like i say hopefully we can uh all kick this shit in the rear fucking mirror soon please everybody let's have the stadium at full fucking capacity people until then everybody you know what to do motherfucking safety dance uh, yeah dance it's nfl football season and it's here training camp is open safety dance yeah safety dance